We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we be. found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with the cover as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that we can cut with violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Coffee and Cults Extra. Ooh. Where now and again we drink coffee, or in the case of today, gin. Uh, Sam's just going to open her can of gin, classy to the last. That's uh, both of us. Um, this is spicy. Excellent. You went for the spiced one. Good. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, normally we meet once a month and talk about uh, cults and sects from around the world, fringe religious groups. This week. If you've been following us on Instagram, you might be aware of this already, but we went to visit the kittens. Now, when we say kittens, we mean a certain international religious group that allegedly can be quite cult-like. You've probably seen films about them. You've probably seen TV about them. You've probably heard of perhaps famous people that may or may not be involved with them. But we've decided what started out as a semi-legal joke to refer to them as the kittens, um, we've decided we're going to keep that up during the course of this episode. So if you can work out who we're talking about, maybe you'll win some sort of prize. <laughs> maybe of the endless literature that we were given. Yeah. So this is uh, different from a normal episode. Um, we're both going to talk and reflect on our adventure that we went for this morning. So to give you some context, it is Friday afternoon. We met up in uh, the town that we live in earlier on today, and we went straight to the Church of Kittens <clears throat> and went for the free personality analysis as our way in. Yes. Now, we've seen this place for a while. It's opposite a cafe that we uh, like to go to. I might splice in here some of our recording from out in the field when we were all nervous. Out yeah, in the field, so this like is us about to go in. <laughs> Hi Rob. Hi Emily. Hi listeners. Welcome back to Coffee and Cults. For this uh, bonus uh, episode, uh, this is going to be a little bit uh, different today because we're going to uh, do a little field trip. A very exciting field trip to uh, have a personality analysis with uh, the kittens. Yes, we're going to visit our local kittens organisation. Uh, more about that later on. Um, so we're, we're sat just enjoying a little coffee to psych us up. And, we uh, thought we'd record this for our, our pre-kittens voices in case we're inevitably changed when we come out. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, if this, maybe we should upload this to the cloud sound just in case we don't come back out. Dun dun dun! Wish us luck. Meow. So we were nervous yet hopeful. And as I'm sure you heard, we called each other different names. So we decided for. Just in case we had to give any contact information or anything, we would prefer for them not to have our real names. Then there could be no way for them to link it back to our wonderful podcast or our actual lives. It was like we were super undercover spies. It was exciting. So my name was Emily. And my name was Rob. And we just had lots of fun referring to each other in those different names, I think. Yes, we? Yeah. definitely. So <laughs> um, we went into the local branch of the Church of kittens which is like a little where we are it's like a little shop front yeah um it looks really small from outside it, it looks, looks like, like a little bookshop yeah doesn't it? 
Um, and there's uh, stuff in the windows, uh, books and, and uh, materials. Tech. Tech. Um, Is this getting too close? Yep. <laughs> Think <laughs> of a cat-based alternative to that. Yeah. Uh, and litter. There's a, 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 like a TV screen mm-hmm. and some other sort of leaflets about some of the stuff that they do, including free personality analysis. Yes. Now, we decided to be stealthy and sort of window gaze for a bit first so that it looked a bit more natural than just marching in. And we'd seen other people do this in the like 15 minutes before yes. and be approached. And as we hoped, um, a small, very friendly older gentleman. Who we will call Richard. Good. I will try and remember that. Open the door. And for a minute was perfectly happy to close the door again and go because we sort of went oh we're just looking and curious yeah and he went oh, okay and went to close the door and, and so emily went, was having none of that can i come in <laughs> so we went in um so we asked for the we kind of casually tried to refer to the oh we were just interested by the personality analysis you were tell so us your weird stuff tell us your weird stuff you were so into it i listeners was trying to casually browse at the magazines <laughs> on the first thing thinking we'd warm up to it Emily marched straight up to a table and went, I want to know my personality. Emily is a confident woman. <laughs> she is. She's great. And and again, it was... So the first weird thing for me, I'm sure there'll be others, mm-hmm. was that they didn't sort of try and do any introductory, is this your first time here? What are you... It was just yeah. like, you want to do the thing? Here's a form. Here's the question booklet. You can do it now. Yeah, do it right now. Fill it out. 200 questions are in this personality analysis questionnaire. Yep. I don't know how you felt about it, and I don't know what your experience with girly magazines is. But, <laughs> Limited, but it was Emily. basically all the questions that you might get if you were filling out something in Ms. Magazine oh, in like 2001. Cosmo. Yeah. Shall we go on to talking about questions? Were there any of the questions in that that sparked anything in you? I mean, there were loads that were strange. So you get a question, and you can answer yes Maybe sometimes or no. Yeah. And this little like a bullet point. Like you do your, when you do multiple your sats choice, or something, that's like what I'm multiple, trying to say. Yeah. And they are strange questions. I think for an organization that promotes clarity, some of them are really worded in a way where I had to I think I'm pretty good at reading and understanding things. Yeah. There were a few I had to read a few times to work out exactly. There was one, which might be interesting with my results in a minute, there was one about suicide that was, do you often find that it's usually easy to think about things around the subject of suicide? Yeah. Does it take a lot of persuasion for you to consider the idea of suicide? It was something like that, wasn't it? it Yeah, slightly opaque in its... (laughs) Just slightly opaque. Yeah. Yeah. and there were a few like So that. I wrote two little notes trying to be suspicious. Or trying to be sorry. Trying to be suspicious. Trying to be unsuspicious. We were such good secret agents listeners. Be proud no, but let's... Apart from singing that song as we walked in. <laughs> let's be fair to them. They were so generous with their time. They were really friendly. We didn't feel... I didn't personally feel any particular pressure. And I have to say, if they felt... The ones that we met felt very genuine. Yeah. Obviously, there was a bit of hard sell going on. Yeah. But they felt quite genuine. And they were very friendly. Yes. And yeah, generous, Richard in I particular, think. bless him. Yeah, very sweet. He talked to us for a very long time. 
So I wrote two little notes from this personality test on my arm. The first one was, did you notice how many questions there were about your muscles randomly twitching? Yes. <laughs> there were like at least three or four questions. Like, do things make your muscles twitch? And lots of questions that are different ways of saying, do you hate children? So yes. it's like, do children annoy you? Are you uncomfortable around children? Yes. Do you want to have children? Do you find that sometimes children make your muscles spasm? Yeah. There, were, there was lots about... How do children affect you? But so for me, I don't want to have children. No. And I I do sometimes feel uncomfortable around children yeah. because they are annoying sometimes. I'm sorry to all you listeners that are parents. Sorry to any children listening. I love children when I can just speak to them when they're calm, but yeah. when they're being little shitty kids running around, then I don't like them. Yeah, lots of questions about children. I don't personally want to have children, so I'd put either no or maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't put like... Or I put like maybe probably for them, um, and this is I think reflected in my personality analysis. Okay. Because I'm going to go straight to it. I'm going to jump in. Are you? Yes. Okay. So just just in terms of process. So I think we before. Ooh. So you fill out this multiple choice. Um, it took I don't know. He said it was going to take Richard bless him said it would take twenty minutes. It took us probably ten. I think yeah. I don't think it took terribly long we probably i certainly wasn't as careful and thoughtful as i might have been yeah and then it goes to a man who puts it into a little computer mm -hmm. into a, a laptop and then he disappeared out the back to uh get our graph yes and our are we going to put our graphs on results. instagram yeah i guess so. Yeah. it contains nothing yeah we'll put them you can have a look and see uh what you think and oh i don't know and then there's so my question is oh, sorry. because of the things to talk about do we want to talk about the weirdness of the next bit first before you talk about your results? Or do you want to go to your results and then we'll kick back to I just want to go to this one bit of results yeah. because I'm sure that it's directly related to the children questions. Yeah, okay. In the uh, in the section I, which you will see on the on the just graph. Just refer to mine for comparison. Okay. okay. Um my verbal part of this analysis talk say says that uh quote you are quite cold-blooded and heartless, is what came out for me, and I feel that is untrue. Basically, <laughs> listeners, this personality analysis, and it would be interesting because this is used by other people, not just the kittens. I'd be interested to know, and jumping ahead, he was slightly reluctant to give us the written version of this. They wanted to just give us the graph and not give us this written explanation of paragraphs. Yeah. I wonder if the these answers, results, are written in the same very blunt, extreme, hostile manner when other people use this. Yeah. Um, when other people use this. Because mine, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it, has some yeah similarly strongly worded sentences that I think are... Very general and... Quite emotive, quite... Yeah. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Even when said by a slightly awkward man in glasses. Lovely person who, again, who was very might pleasant. be walking a dog or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to the weirdness. So we'd we'd sat, we'd spent 10 minutes in relative silence where at one point we spoke to each other and then Richard came over and said, you cannot, you cannot confer with each other. Yeah. And in fact, he was kind of nice about it. He went, oh, I should have said, uh, you know, he said to me, he doesn't work there really. He's a volunteer and he just helps out for a bit on Fridays. Yeah. So he was clearly a bit hesitant in, in what he was doing. So mm. he was like, oh, you really shouldn't do that. You should be. And we sort of explained because we weren't conferring with answers. We were just comparing you know. what what question we were on something like that yeah and then and then what that meant was there were a couple of times where there was a word and they 
one of the things that we talked a lot about in this meeting was the meaning of words. Um, there were a couple of times where I was like, oh, I'm not quite sure what that means, but I didn't want to confer or ask no. Richard, so I didn't. And yeah. I just sort of guessed, which again might explain some of my results later on. So we do that and he goes off. And what I sort of noticed at that point is that whereas I thought it was sort of this one room and a couple of rooms upstairs. Yeah. Actually, it's quite a big building because there's a corridor that goes back corridor, and you can and see you that there's... there are stairs downstairs as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so there are clearly actually quite a lot of other rooms. Mm. And whereas I've always assumed it's a couple of people in there, there I saw one, two, three, four, five... I would say six or seven different people milling about just in the time that we were there who looked like they were there working Working. rather than just hanging out. See, they told us that there was a meeting going on while we were there. Um, And so when I went for my to find the results of my personality analysis, which is a whole other thing we'll come to in a minute, um, that there were loads of people going up and down the stairs, coming out of the corridor and going straight down the stairs. So they were... They're doing stuff. And that was another weird moment because we were sat with Blessing Richard in this front front room, basically, of the shop. And the other guy, well, while we're doing our tests, comes out and says, oh, we're having our staff meeting now. Yeah. So when these people have finished, then you can come into the meeting. Mm. And bless him, he didn't get to come into the, no. to the meeting. And I sort of jokingly went, oh, sorry, are we keeping you from a thing and then they both went no it's absolutely fine we're just having a meeting and then they went back in and i would say four or five times now i go to a lot of meetings for my job i have not been in a meeting a staff meeting for a long time where four times in 10 minutes there are loud rounds of applause and whooping and cheering but that was what was going on in that staff meeting yeah lots of yeah lots of little rounds of applause in the background and i think yeah. poor old richard was sad that he couldn't uh, mm. couldn't be in so i'm sorry richard if you're listening to this and we kept you from getting to applaud and clap and whoop we're really yeah. sorry oh let me just tell you about the other question that i found alarming do you recall the question that said would you use corporal punishment on a 10 year old yeah that's weirdly <laughs> specific isn't it yeah on a like misbehaving 10 year old no, I probably wouldn't hit a ten-year-old. There were <laughs> actually. I prefer to kick. That's <laughs> cut, cut that out, whoever's editing this. Um, and also, there were lots of questions about how you view the prison system. Yeah, like four or five or six, which out of two hundred is probably quite a lot on one topic. Yeah. About how do you feel about penal reform? Do you? Agree? And again, some of the questions have a slightly aggressive bent to them, so yeah. it was a bit like. Do you think that the reform system in prison is a complete failure and joke? Yeah. No. It's not very neutrally. How do you feel about the failing probation system? Yeah, yeah, that kind of, yeah, you remember the the exact wording better Mm. than I do. But yeah, very sort of, again, I'd like to compare it to other people that do this. Um, So then what happens? And can I tell my little bit first? Go for it, of course. Emily, and then you can tell us what happened for you. Rob, go for it. So there's then an awkward bit of time while our results have been taken away. And <laughs> Look, I can't sit still. John is being generous. It was about 30 minutes. Yeah, much longer than they... Because they kind of sold us that the whole thing would be about 20 minutes. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Um, so we didn't want to just sit there awkwardly at this table. There's a TV in the corner which is showing the kittens 24-hour 
TV channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really proud of myself, listeners, that I didn't laugh or giggle during nearly any of it. Yeah. Apart from one moment while we were doing the quiz where there was a character in one of the TV things that was, I don't know, a failing business person or something. Oh, yeah. And they suddenly made a ridiculous exclamation about, oh, this business just isn't working or something. And I. Was it the no wood, then no guitars? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did snort a bit uh, then. So we've been doing that. And so we're wandering around. Now, I love a free pamphlet. I was trying to suss out. It looks like there's a pile of free material when you go in. Yeah. Emily very courageously asked, because I went, oh, is there some stuff? Can we take some of this? And Richard went, oh, some of it maybe and some of it not. And then much later, Emily outright went, so can we take any of this? Yeah. And he went, oh, well, you wouldn't, these magazines you wouldn't really understand. And actually the other guy was like, yeah, you can't even. Okay, I can't take that one. I'll take all of these. Yeah, yeah. So Thank we took you. quite a few little ones. And there's a whole line of books and endless like courses and DVDs and CDs and things. So we're trying I'm to look sure at that. I'm sure you're aware. Um, <laughs> and so I went and at one end there was like a children's book. There were two children's <laughs> book, books. Sorry, one, sorry. <laughs> one was about sort of how to learn, which I didn't, which I sort of looked at. Um, and one was how to use a dictionary. And it was about 120 pages. It's a children's book. I'm just going to laugh quietly. Yeah, do it. Uh, about how, how to use a dictionary. So I looked at that, kind of put it back a bit dismissively, and went on to look at something else. And Richard, bless him, had clocked my interest in that book. Because while I was looking at a piece of stationery that you could send a letter to the executive international director. I don't know who that is. Okay. What do you think? Uh, who we'll call Kitty McWhiskers. <laughs> <laughs> Top Cat. Is that who you think? It, yeah, think literally. Top Cat, yeah. Um, so to go to Top Cat. Um, <laughs> I just interesting. In he has he has so many titles. Yeah. Um, so I was sort of now looking at that, and he'd obviously clocked my interest in that book, got it out because there was one that was open, mm-hmm. and then started talking to me about it for quite a long time. And what he explained to me was that there are three reasons that people don't learn. Yeah. One is that they... One is that they don't... don't uh, One was they don't have a map. Oh. So they don't have a guide as to what they should be looking at and in what order. Right. But he said that in much more length than I just have. (laughs) Uh, Bless it. And honestly, he was such a sweetie. Yeah. And so earnest. And obviously a bit nervous about talking about this thing that's really important to him. Absolutely. In everything that we're saying, we're not trying to say these people were silly in any way. No. He was really sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to make it sound like we think that they're silly. Because they were so generous. They were kind. They were really open. Yeah. That's that's kind of. yeah. Yeah. The second thing was that people get left behind so that it, everything moves too quickly or is it too much of a gradient? Mm-hmm. That was a word. Now, what I hadn't counted on was that they just drop the... Because it has its own words and lingo. They drop those words and lingo as if everybody knows all of those things. Yeah. And we've looked into this before ourselves. In our, we've seen films and read books and stuff. So I sort of know that. But I had to sort of go, oh, what does that, what does yeah. that mean? What does that mean? What does that because they just drop this lingo and abbreviations and strange meanings of words in mm-hmm. left, right, and center without sort of going, oh, this is what I mean. Um, and then the third thing is that uh, uh, people not understanding words. 
which is why there is a 120 page children's book about how to use a dictionary <laughs> and god love you richard but what he explained to me was that if you don't understand a word you should look it up make sure you understand that definition and all the words in the definition and then you'll know what that word means <laughs> But he took about 15 minutes mm-hmm. to talk through that, during which time Emily came over, because I think she sensed I was struggling a little bit. Yes. And interestingly, and I'm not saying that this is has any reading on anything, and it might just be specific to the two people that I spoke to, the two Scientologists that I spoke to in some detail about it in this session, both said, I didn't like school. I don't have any higher education. Yeah, I left school at the age of 11. In fact, some didn't even have yeah. earlier education and had only started to read books mm-hmm. and things when they joined the church. And they I used don't... the same language. I didn't know the first part of that conversation you'd had with Richard. So you saying that, the uh, the lady that we spoke to afterwards... Yep, who we'll call Sandra. Sa- yeah, she can be a Sandra. Yeah? Yeah. I was going to go Francine. Don't know why. Okay. Sandra Francine. Sandra. We'll call her Sandra. Okay. That might be her real name. I've forgotten what her real name is. I don't think it was. I don't think she even told me. I think she just started talking about how the education gradient was too high for her. (coughs) And they were using all that same language. And that's... So although I don't, don't doubt their sincerity, it felt like there was a script rolled out once we were in and staying. Yeah. And part of so that had happened for a while, and then finally, um, oh, what are we going to call the analyst? Ben. Ben. Ben comes out and says, "Okay, your results are done. Come with me, Emily." And so At I have to go point, off by myself. <laughs> we'd agreed sort of beforehand that we would stay together, yeah, as best we could. Yes. Um, and I would have argued it were it not for how far away they took it so they from this front little shop bit there was then a door with a little corridor to like a landing yeah in the middle of the room so there was a staircase down and some other rooms and a bookshelf and he i guess for privacy reasons took emily to that space but to start off with so that space where all the scientologists who'd been in the meetings were just casually wandering around through. so there was no no, no privacy, it was just privacy just for from me. you it well, wasn't that's privacy from um, anyone else and initially i thought oh well this is okay because it's open i can still see you mm-hmm. i could sort of hear it i was actually trying to watch the tv screen and pretend that that's what i was interested in right. while i was just trying to keep eyes on you and then first of all the slightly bless her is this fair to say the slightly creepy old lady who we didn't have any interaction with that's not otherwise fair to say. <clears throat> she was just a very old she was just an, an elderly lady this so this old lady suddenly appears down the corridor, looks out the door to me, sees me, and then closes the door. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh shit, I've lost eyes on Emily. <laughs> Is she all right? And again, it was a, it felt like, I don't know if it was as long as it felt, but it felt like a long... Mine didn't feel as long. I wonder no. if they knew that they'd... I felt that as well. they sensed that it was a bit of a waste of time once you'd been in, maybe. Once I'd not bought anything, yeah, I think. Maybe. maybe. Um... So I'm worried at this point, and I'm a little bit uncomfortable. And then yeah. it opens again for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, so long as I can see that you're up. And I see you sort of nodding. And at one point I panicked because he went, there's something that I need to ask you first. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is he going to? Because also, 
slightly earlier, we had code names, and I love having code names. But I did at one point accidentally, I don't know if you heard me even, call you Sam. Oh, did you? Which is why I then started calling you M a lot. Because they sound slightly similar, and I was trying to cover it, so I was panicking. Like, oh, oh I have I realize. put her in the shit? Have I put her in the shit? Because they've bought a building nearby. No, they I haven't. Could... They haven't bought the building. Have they not. They haven't. Didn't you notice the uh, the wall behind? Yeah. Where we had our analyses read to us, it was um they had like bricks. So they had a, a photograph of this building, and they had bricks, and it was who had paid for. The, each brick oh, of the building. But I think that's for refurbishment. I is think it? they Are you own, sure I they bought it? Because I've heard before that they own a big building. In- ah. So I think that must be it. I'd heard it was on the... <clears throat> because I'd heard that they bought a big building in the place that we live. Yeah. Oh, In oh, that okay. particular... Next to that particular area. So ah, I so think... it must be there instead. That is for the refurb. I see. I think... I was under the impression that they just conceptualised it and that they'd chosen that building and that... Uh, I think so with the kind of money they have, they've probably bought it. Do they? And to pay people to design, to have all this design stuff for it. That's true. I think they probably own the building. Um, ah, okay. So anyway, so I don't know why I was saying that. Oh, so I was also sort of looking around at that. Yes. Look at something. Keep some kind of attention <laughs> to make sure that Emily was all right. And then, again, I think they sort of twigged that I was still trying to keep eyes on you. Because what happened then was Sandra came out, very firmly shut the door, very firmly sat opposite me and went, hello, what's your name? What do you do? How are you today? There was a wonderful brief moment. I think it was when Sandra came out that the door opened and I looked back at John and (laughs) And I widened my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Which only made my anxiety worse. (laughs) As we'll see on my personality oh. graph. So, shall we jump to your results and then I'll talk about my conversation with her? And okay. Go to mine. Yes, let's. Um, should we? What should we? Should we talk about both of our results and then both of our both of our conversations with Sandra? Oh. Mm. So, should we swap results graphs? Yes. Um, I'm okay. just going to first of all explain to you what we've got. So. Ah. We're going to put it on the Instagram. Head over to our Instagram at Coffee and Cults. Have a look at a picture of. Uh, of the graph so it's the oxford capacity analysis graph yes um and it's got three sections which are desirable state normal state and unacceptable state um and then a b c d e i forgot how to count five ten sections that you are marked on along this graph whether you're in the okay desirable state whether you're a bit on the edge or whether you are in the unacceptable... Urgent action state. required state. Okay, Should we swap? We've got opposite graphs. Yeah. That's interesting, because I feel like we're very similar people. Oh, bless you. I think Richard got it wrong when he... Drew the line. he, he drew did. the line. So uh, Ben scribbled out a lot of the lines. and I was... Yeah. That's fun. I'm going to just stand up. I'm going over to John's microphone now. Yeah. Look at them side by side. So basically, there are three sections. One which is about you as a person, one which is about your sort of work and life and the things that you do, and one which is about how you get on with other people. We're the same on section H. That's that's it. Yep. Um, for both of us separately, we get to sit down with Ben. Yeah. And he asks 
his important question, which I panicked was going to be, who are you? Why do you have two names? Was actually, <laughs> is there a reason that you're taking this test? Is there anything wrong that you particularly would like us to talk to? Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that question, so I talked utter shit for a couple of seconds and then went, mm-hmm, and just waited for him to carry on. Fair. What did you say? Uh, I said, oh, you know, well, I'm not really doing much with my life at the moment. I'm just, you know, I noticed the free personality analysis thing. and I mean, obviously, I've heard of Scientology before, but I've never really heard, like, I don't really know anything about it. So I thought I'd just come Heard about in. what? I, you know, I've never really heard of the kittens before. And, you know, I saw the personality thing, analysis thing in the window, and I thought I'd just come in. Um, yeah, I had the same question. I sort of went, I was just curious, really. And I think the personality stuff is interesting. So, mm. yeah, nothing nothing particular. It <laughs> <was> so specific. <laughs> just didn't want to give them any ammunition. No. Okay. So, do you want to talk about your... I've got your graph here. Yeah. What well, do you want to... We can compare graphs. Well, should we, we'll or talk... should we compare written information? Graphs are. I guess we can go section by section. I don't mean to undermine this, but the graphs are nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, the graph shows you whether you're doing all right in that section or whether you're whether you need help. And I, yeah, I'll talk about why I think I got the result I got in a minute. Okay. So, what did you learn about yourself? Nothing. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I'm. Oh, no, there were no, there were no profound revelations other no. than that. Apparently, in personality analyses, I come across as being undependable as a person with little self confidence. That makes me difficult for me myself to attain the goals I've set in life. Also, as you are so uncertain of yourself, you have trouble knowing what goals you should or should not have for yourself. This is made more serious for you. This is made more serious for you as you have really no idea of what your abilities or disabilities are. Pretty damning, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So some of the other sections were all right. Another one. You are irresponsible in your life and work. I used to be a restaurant manager. I do everything around my house. I'm very responsible. I run a car. I help run a cafe. Like, I am a responsible person. So one of the first things he said to me was, now, obviously, this is about the answers you have given about yourself. Yeah. Which I feel is like, if you don't like it, it's your fault. Yes, definitely. Um, and and I didn't like much of my results. No. So you had some good stuff first, right? In terms of the order of stuff they talked about. Yeah. yeah. So I have this a is firm, steady character. I'm f- I'm fairly happy and cheerful, but not generally so. Weirdly, he told me that the happiness vector wasn't about cheerfulness. He went, it doesn't mean because I challenged it because I went, I don't think that's true. I yeah. don't recognise that. So here are the first. I'm not going to read all of them. I'll just give you some highlights and... Lowlights. Yeah, of the first three things I was told about myself. Okay. You have an unstable character. You have lots of difficulty concentrating. You are extremely dejected, depressed and unhappy. Now, in the quiz, for lots of things that went, do you feel happy and positive about stuff? I put lots of yeses and positives for nearly all of those. There were a couple that were about so I sort of, not in any diagnosed sense, but I am occasionally quite an anxious person. Yeah. I will run terrible scenarios through my head, like, oh, what if the house burns down because I left the... You know, I do all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but the apparently... General, general anxiety, not a diagnosed... Yeah. So for some of them, I put like, maybe, and like, well, sometimes yeah. I feel a bit worried about stuff. or yeah. sometimes Extremely dejected, depressed, and unhappy. You look to the future with complete pessimism and lack of hope. 
I don't remember asking answering any questions in a way that would mean that result. You're in a complete state of nervousness. You have no ability to control yourself. <laughs> Just shitting and pissing everywhere. You. This is my favourite. Yeah. This is the one where I went, wow, no. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can become hysterical or violent in your actions. <gasps> For those of you that don't know, John is a pacifist. <laughs> Utterly a pacifist. I was I was shocked by how how strong that was, yeah. and also that you know, just like medically, I I have periods when I'm sad for no particular reason, not in any kind of diagnosable sense, but to tell someone on the basis of a ten minute multiple choice form that you are extremely dejected, depressed, and unhappy strikes me as being a bit dangerous. Yes, he was. Yeah. He also didn't like that I went. I don't really recognise that. I don't. No, no, I don't think that's true. Yeah, yeah, I had a, I had a couple of those things. For instance, the thing that I read out earlier about myself being heartless and cold-blooded. I. You've definitely got a heart. I've definitely Emily, got one. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't be here. I've got. I've definitely got circulation. Um, and uh, a lot of so a lot of the questions were like, do you uh, when you're in a conversation, do you value your own opinion over that of experts mm. and things like that? And I said no, because if someone's an expert in a subject. I will listen yeah, to them yeah, about I it. I would rather someone tell me if they know yeah. about it. I would rather hear from yeah, them yeah. rather than go, no, I think this. Whereas it says that uh, uh, I place too much importance on myself and opinions to be able to be considerate to others. Yeah. It, it feels then, like both the questions and the conclusions are really twisted to make really strong generalizations if that's the right word and set up to make you fail on the basis of sometimes i get cross with someone else yeah or sometimes i do i don't know i genuinely don't know what i answered to to get such a strong depression rating honestly listeners i'm fine yeah i'm (laughs) (laughs) yeah the only thing what i said to him was the only thing i can kind of go is that the although i don't recognize the way you're describing nervousness is that the couple of questions where I thought about, yeah, sometimes I have weird anxiety about stuff. Mm. Very strange. But also to phrase it so strongly. Yeah. You have an unstable character. Wow. And even when you get a good thing. So I think it's fair to say, apart from occasional people that piss me off, I am generally a very friendly, warm person. I I will hug you even if I don't know you very well. Yes. I think I'm kind of good with all of that. So I got a really high score on my sort of empathy level yeah oh you got high communication and highly appreciative you are empathetic but not as much as you should be oh so even though i'm up in the good happy band (laughs) still not enough um whereas i am i am hardly empathetic i am (laughs) i'm in the normal range rather than in the desirable range oh this is why he didn't want to give us the written one yes i've just noticed that as well so there is a section at the end of our... So they, But he did tell were, me that. Yeah. You're given a, a graph, and then you're giving... You know, the uh, Ben read us out these long paragraphs um, where it described what the, what the little X's on the graph mean. And it says, uh, additional syndromes, brackets, not to be read to the testee. And, I, we, you know, we just asked for these on the way out. I'm, okay. I asked for mine at the table. Yeah. And, I, and he was very And then reluctant. I just went... Oh, John's got his form. Yeah. Please, may I have my form? Yeah. Um, not to be read to the testee. And he did read this to me as well. But 
Oh. Weirdly, it's the least sense. controversial part of the... F, what's F? F aggressive, higher than E active. Yeah. So it says F higher than E, not doing as much as he could. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what any of that well, means. Well, mine is one of the few things that I would slightly accept, which is person is doing more than he can comfortably and capably handle. I don't think... I, I would say I do... I occasionally take on more than I should, but that's yeah. sort of the nature of the work that I nature of freelance do. work. But yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't say that to me, whereas you would tell me that I am extremely dejected. Yeah. Dep- not slightly. Extremely. Extremely. Jeez. Not to mention unstable and prone to violent actions. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Also, another point that he said to me, which I went, yeah. And he was surprised that I was Only accepting it. this. Okay. Is that he said, um, so you operate more on, on data, don't you, than on personal feelings? And I said, yeah. He's like, mm, yeah, so you, you, you might struggle with that. Uh, it says, um, individual operates on stable data rather than personal certainty. Here is the intellectual understanding. Most students will be seen to operate on this where the data is not completely owned by themselves. Let me read that sentence again. Yeah, please. Most students will be seen to operate on this where the data is not completely owned by themselves. Nope. <laughs> nope. It feels like it should have punctuation, but it doesn't. Yeah. So, But he said that as if that was a negative thing about me, that I would rather go from data. Well, interestingly, there were a couple of things that were sold as negatives, or what seemed, that yeah. either felt like, okay, which was, which was about where well, anything you think is true is true. Yeah. So there seems to be a bit of anti... Yeah, as you say, anti-experts telling you about yeah. things. And yet their whole deal is that their uh, founder, Mittens, is... Um, <laughs> Mittens, the founder of Kittens. Captain Mittens. Captain Mittens. Um, was an expert in many things, although, again, they were vague on, on what he was an expert in, particularly. Um and also, there were a few things that were that felt like they were about compliance, yes. like you don't like about other people telling you what to do. Or there, yeah. there was a few weird things where I was like, "Oh, you find this... a massive change of your life disruptive." Yeah. Yes, yes, I yeah. would. Find just some a big interesting change. stuff that felt like they were sort of looking for answers, which were, "Well, I just go along with things," and I'm, yeah. and weirdly, aggressive is seen as a super positive. But the definition given for that is, will you just put yourself out there and really go for it? Yeah. Rather than physical aggression. Rather than my violent actions, which apparently happen all the time. Watch out, Emily. And interestingly, when I asked Ben, so where does this come from originally? He went, oh, Oh. um, well, I think like, um, uh, I couldn't tell you exactly, but like a university somewhere did it. And, was um, it maybe Oxford being the Oxford <laughs> capacity analysis? I expect it was Oxford Brooks. And uh, no disrespect <laughs> was, to any Oxford Brooks. talking like Brooks. university? I don't know. It's not like I go it's to the other one. It's just as good as your other yeah. university. Um, hmm. <laughs> but it's just that way that anything in Oxford calls itself Oxford. Yeah. Oxford. Education yeah. thing as if they're part of the main That's why. Um, but he didn't really know where it had come from, except that they'd altered it for science. Except that they changed it for kittens' purposes. Yeah. And again, when we asked Richard what was Captain... Because he was talking about Captain Mittens being remembered for what he'd done for education and reminding people to understand the words they're reading. Yeah. Which is his great gift to mankind. Thank you, Captain Mittens. 
um 120 pages on how to look in a dictionary um <laughs> and but i said oh so was education his thing yeah and he went well no sort of just not he was a nuclear physicist things. yeah was he definitely wasn't was he a, was he a fiction writer and then he hadn't or? got involved with it but they kept asking him to get involved with the manhattan project apparently yeah but again it was sort of vague yeah, and, and because he didn't want to do it, so they kicked him out. Is that what you yeah. think it was? No, that's what he said. That's what oh, uh, Richard said. I see. Okay. He, oh, he oh was, yeah, because he turned him against And then it. they tried to get him back. And... It's all so okay. self-serving, isn't it? Um, no way. <laughs> oh, we forgot to tell you this was exciting. We got to see an e-meter in real life. I'm going to say it. Yep. <laughs> yep. John looked at me like maybe I should say something different I was trying to, to think of a cat-based pun for it. Uh, a little tray. <laughs> scratching post. You, you, you can't say I saw a cat litter tray in real life. No. <laughs> you know what? If the kittens get this far into this podcast <laughs> to find out that we're actually talking about them, I really they're... thought it yeah. was going to happen that we were going to get to use one, but I think he was very no. keen to do that, yeah. but the other staff were not no, keen no, no. for us to do that. So I think, was there, was there anything else you wanted to go through from your analysis paragraphs? Anything else you wanted to? mention basically i felt like it was a bunch of shit and then at the end you just looked up at me like oh you're not that's not correct i think you've no no i I agree i was seeing where you were going with it um and at the end uh ben kind of went and went oh i've got something that's going to help you and then went and brought out a big pile of three dianetics books plonked them in front of me said i would just read that so i read it and went "Mm," and waited for the cell and then he said, okay, so, you know, if you read this book, and I went, is it available in the library? And just to try and make it very clear that I would not be yeah. buying the book. And he said, oh, yeah, well, we've we've taken it to the library. I can't guarantee it will be there. I like, oh, okay, well, I'll just put my name on the waiting list. No, but, you know, it it might not, it might have been taken out. It might already be booked at the library. Oh, it's okay, I'll wait. And just gave him a nice smile and waited for him and then kind of folded up my paper and said, thank you, and walked away. So what I saw... Uh, while I was sat outside with Sandra, who we'll talk a bit more about in a minute, uh, was him come out and thoughtfully look along the bookshelf, which oh, must have been pantomime. For you. I or would guess. You. Yeah. And then took those three things. Right. One of which was actually just a one-page thing explaining what the book was, which I didn't quite understand. Yeah. Um, and then took those in to you. Right, and then I noticed that you came out without anything. Yes. Um, so I got to the same point. He didn't go and purposefully look for something. I was expecting maybe there'd be something to particularly deal with my depression and anger. Oh, maybe. Um, because what he was saying was, well, it's probably down to you know some a trauma in your past <gasps> that um that is affecting the way that you think, and therefore that's what you sort of need to to deal with and it's not about you it's just a thing that's happening in your brain it's yeah. not, and then once you deal with it then it just goes back to you know it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you and it's quite interesting because my impression was that he really didn't know anything about this kind of personality analysis okay my impression was he was just reading what was there yeah and then doing this very set bit of script about it's about the reactive mind yes which is their, their thing it didn't feel like he was really an expert in this no thing I think he was just reading it and doing the cell thing that's supposed to happen. So I didn't get a personalised selection, which I was really hoping for, or a, you know, a suggestion of a course or something. He again went... You would have thought they'd have recommended The Way to Happiness. 
if you That's so what impressed. I was expecting. Yeah. Um, so he went, oh, well, or this Or other re- similarly named, possibly made up from my head book. The, 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 the um, way of whiskiness. <laughs> the way to whiskiness. whiskiness. Um, so... <laughs> I need more gin. Gin is, gin is helping. I was saying to Sam, this uh, session should be called uh, Gin and Sects. You've got to... Di- S-E-C-T-S. Got to I enjoy yeah. the double double <laughs> um, I'm saving my other gin we're recording another episode in a minute I'm saving my oh, other yeah, gin I'll, for that episode I'll move on to my third great <laughs> look out for this next episode team Yay. so yeah so I don't get a personalised selection he goes basically this book's really good for it he makes me read a one page thing that doesn't tell me anything about the content was of the it the book. little thing on the front yeah. of the spiral thing yeah I tried to look down at the others he wasn't impressed with that he went, it's just the same thing in a different language <laughs> I'm by nature a curious person. That doesn't show up on my depression graph. Um, <laughs> I just snorted gin out my nose. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and he went, you should, you should get this. Um, and he went, this book you should really get, really. But you can also get this like DVD thing of it, which is not quite as good, yeah. um, really. But if you're a reader, yeah, patronising wanker. Yeah. Do you read? Like, yes, yes I, I read. Fucking read. That's why I'm not already a member of the kittens. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I mean no disrespect. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, I mean no, no disrespect, but really. But they um, did both. Both of the Scientologists that we spoke to at length told us that they did not finish school. Yeah, we finished school. We read. <laughs> um, and now I was. We discussed this beforehand. I got cash out just in case. Yeah. I was prepared, Emily, to spend maybe between five. To ten pounds, possibly. I don't. I have heard of this group. Before, I don't really you? want to give money to the kittens. No. But for the sake of our investigation, yes, I might have considered it. And you hear tell that in other kittens branches, if you say, "Oh, I can't afford that," then they do super discounts and things because right. they've got so much stuff. While yeah. we were there, they had huge boxes that had just been delivered of new materials. Plus endless bloody shit. They've got so much of this stuff that yeah. must just sit there. Did you notice, though, when Richard took us through to that other room, he's, he got this book down off a shelf and he went, oh, it, oh, it's not open. And he went as if to open it and then decided not to, which which made me think that, like, he would have had to pay for that book. Yeah, yeah, because they're it. all sealed in plastic. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That was the impression too. I got then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went, well, how much is the book? Right. Then? As I was looking through I went, can I look through it? Yeah. So I was looking through it. What I did do, there's a glossary at the back of it, and I did look up the definition of the word cults, which does appear <gasps> in the book, which is called... What did we say it was going to be called earlier? Um, uh, the Volcano Book, I'm going to call it. The Volcano Book, that's a good um, name. And uh, the definition of a cult in that, and I was trying to really sneakily, casually look at it yeah. while talking to him, Wow. Uh, was uh, a group characterised by a fanatical devotion to a person or idea. And they just pop that right in the book. They put it in the book! Okay. That was... Maybe yeah. you'd have to take go and look at the dictionary and then write it out in a sentence 15 or 20 times until you sure probably understand, understand all that the words word. like a Russian doll. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I said, well, how much is it? And he went, well, this is £16. Oh. I think he saw my eyebrows go up. Mm. And the DVD, I think, was... Did you say 13 you yeah, said 13 for one 13. Of them. Yeah. Both of which, looking on our 
leaflets is a like two pound reduction from what it's supposed to be. Yeah. I think. Um, I was not prepared to give that much money no. to the kittens, and so I said, "Well, no, look, well, let me go away and think about it. I guess I can. Am I welcome to just come back any time and yeah. get one?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, any time. Yeah, of course." And I was like, "Okay, I think I'll do." Should we go half on one? No, let's buy one second hand off. Amazon or something. I'm not gonna. Other okay. online retailers are available that treat their staff better. Um, Sorry, I was burping. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's not pay for a new one. Okay. Um, so yeah. Meanwhile, let's meanwhile. talk Sandra. Shall I go first? Yeah, you go first. Well, because Sandra <clears throat> introduced herself to you, I just kind of walked out and picked up the conversation where you left <laughs> off. I think. I think she was just. Talking we are and... interchangeable. Yeah. So it really felt like Sandra. There's lots of stuff there, and it really felt like this was somebody needs to go out and manage that space. Yeah, Richard had to go. She was gonna, t- although she didn't know that at that point, but it really felt like she'd been sent out to control that space and talk to me, make sure the door mm-hmm. was shut while you were in getting your right thing. Okay. In fairness, again, she was really nice. Yeah. Really friendly. Yeah. Although, as I say, it really felt like. There was a, her job was to be. That I'm way. I'm here to yeah. occupy you. This is how I. This is my pitch for what why you should be interested. Yeah, which I guess is fair. I suppose in other religious things that I go to, often people are sort of friendly and sort of go well, if you want to know any more or if you yeah they're a bit more relaxed about it. Whereas this felt, although she was very nice, like quite a firm. Yeah. Sell. I was worried yes. at this point that she was going to ask me lots of things about myself. I had the same thought, yeah. <laughs> um, I kept it very simple. Mm-hmm. I told sort of, uh, I think it's important to say, apart from our fake names, we didn't lie in any other no, real no. sense. We were a bit vague on detail sometimes, but we were pretty honest, I think. Um, yeah. And she talked about how she had, so Richard had been in for 30 years. I think she'd, she'd been, been in for in 11. For, okay, I was going to say 15, but yeah, something right. like that. And she, she also told me she was fairly high up in that. Oh, interesting. No, she so didn't. She said she was fairly high up, which made me think she might have been, I don't know what the kitten's equivalent of a, I don't know, like priest or something. Well, she is, was but... explaining to me all the levels. Oh, was she? So really quickly, she was like, you know, I really, um, the gradient at school was just bad and yeah, the tech and the me. student hat, you know, has yeah. been so good for me. Again, she's just dropping these sort of inside yeah. terms that don't really mean anything to me without really explaining, ironically enough. But in a cult way, that is a really, it's an interesting way to make you think you, you're more involved than you are, isn't it? If you're being yeah. given these, you've been given these like nicknames for things or, yeah. or specific words for things, it makes you feel like you're involved, but yeah. you, you kind of logically link it up and go, oh, that's And actually, nice. I think also it's about if that's your world and you're in it all the time, yeah. then it's the same as saying dog or cat or fish or book. Yeah. You say... So it's probably it's yeah. probably quite easy, I would imagine, to forget that those aren't common mm-hmm. ways of talking about things. So she was talking about that and her uh, business, which was animal-related. Yeah, dogs and horses, she told um, me. She prefers dogs to horses. Did you find that out? Oh, I didn't. That's the part she prefers. Wow. She must be quite well off because it sounds like a huge bit of land. Yeah, and she said her business is very successful. Um, because of I... everything she's learned. Ah, I also wondered about that as well, whether whether she'd spoken to you about that. Because I'd said to Ben during my analysis that something I do want to do is start a business. Oh, okay. Um, related to something else that I do creatively. 
and I'd said that to him and then I came out and she was saying well because I read this book I started my business and I was like oh is this pitched up because that's what I said about because I'd said about that and then she'd overheard that and oh, then got to talk to me about how you know she didn't know what to do either and then she joined Scientology and suddenly she's got this successful business I do wonder whether they're really good at picking up on any small bits of information because I can't remember now if I mentioned or hinted at the fact that I teach when we were sat down. Oh, I don't think... Because that was all Richard then spoke to me about. Of all the books that I looked at, it was the education stuff that he really zeroed in on. Oh. But I can't remember. I don't think you Maybe. did. I just can't remember who was sat down if it, if I'd mentioned it before we then what we had after that. After doing the quizzes? Yeah. Um, yeah she talked about that and how if she showed me the book that had I wonder if she said the same thing the book that had really helped her was Answers to Something it was a grey book was it the one that if the chair was sitting in that one yeah Yeah. and did she walk all the way around you to pick it up yes and then she was gonna and then she was gonna take it she went oh I'll put it back and I went well it's it's just there and she went oh can you it's like a foot away listener and she went oh well can you reach I was like yeah, it's yeah, within foot less away. than an arm's length away. It was yeah, which is interesting. Um, so she, yeah, she talked about that. So she'd been in for a while. Actually, was quite happy to talk about herself and not ask me too much. Yeah. Um, but again, this stuff came up. But you know, drawing no inference. I am slightly, but it was just quite interesting that those two people both talked about really not being into school and not having a lot of formal education or reading. Until they started reading Captain Mittens. Books. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. She, there was something else, I'm sure, that well, weirded me out in my conversation with her, but I can't remember. While we were talking. Yeah. Uh, sorry, while you try and remember what she said yeah. to you. Uh, the, obviously, Scientology TV was on, I think, because she'd already done most. While we were talking, obviously, because Kittens TV was on. Yep. Um, I think she'd run out of most of her spiel talking to you and oh, okay. didn't want to repeat too much of it. Um, and so she kind of, the conversation kind of dried up and then she kind of looked over to the large... It was very pretty, the screen. It was all shiny and silver. I liked it. Um, where this uh, uh, channel was playing and it was the uh, their drug rehabilitation angle that they have. That seems to be a very prominent part of it Yes, now. she talked to me about that as well. Yeah. Um, and it was a a fun video of, well, I say fun, just some young people who look like they've never been anywhere going, yeah, they used to be addicted to meth, they used to be addicted to heroin, that man's addicted to marijuana. And I was like, ah, oh, poor guy. Sure, sure thing. I'm sure he was. All stoners I know are just very calm. None of the meth people in those... You know, like meth fucks up your face. Oh yeah. None of the people in the no, they all know. had all like, their teeth. There must be. She was Sandra was telling me about. You know, we have lawyers and doctors and mm. obviously film, TV. But they were really, actually, interestingly, the thing they talked to us most, apart from looking words up in dictionaries, which is good advice, dear listener. Yeah. Um, was the TV channel? Yes. Yep. Yeah, they were. All really of them mentioned about the it about yeah. three or four times. Yeah. That and their new building were their big sales to And us. the. Uh, cruise ship. <laughs> that was an um, awkward moment. Yeah, yeah. There was a particular uh, magazine in the in the series of leaflets 
that had... Which we were not allowed to have a we copy. We were not allowed a copy because, because we wouldn't understand. Yeah, obviously if you're an outsider, he went, it won't really mean much to you. Mm. And yeah, all of those magazines, although they're form existing members, yeah. are really also written for outsiders. Yes. So for example, the... Um, Kittens magazine, which is called um, Affinity. Affinity. Oh, I was doing a cat-based pun with oh, okay. the title, Emily. Affinity. Um, is it what specific to this area? No. I would imagine it's specific to all local branches. Yes. But it has, but it has the place that we live magazine and the place that we live's address in it and stuff. Ah. But although it's for existing people of that branch, presumably. The first page is an introduction to kittens. With a large photograph of... of Captain Mittens! Captain Mittens! Oh, and there were so lots of pictures of his, his face everywhere. His Sorry. portrait was everywhere. Yes. Yeah, lots of pictures of Captain Mittens. Yeah, so then he's... Yeah, we both sort of clocked that there was a ship on it. And we hadn't really asked about it. No. And interestingly, Ben's ears sort of pricked up and he got a bit tense as Richard was telling us about it. Yes. Because um, Richard was going, and this is a special ship that you get to go on if you're really advanced. Yeah, but lots of the high Because of the turbulence. Yeah. The turbulence really helps. But yeah, that's like for high up people because of the turbulence. There's a lot of turbulence. He keeps going to us and we're sort of very politely going, oh, right. Okay. And Ben was very tense. And I think it was around then that Ben sort of firmly went, but yeah, that's, that's really not, not for, for you. you. Yeah. yeah, that was a weirdly uncomfortable. It was those little moments of where there's clearly a game plan. Yes. In a way that, you know, I've been to the local spiritualist church. I've been to a few other, you know, slightly fringy spiritual things. Love a mm-hmm. bit of spiritual tourism. I've never felt that sense of slightly tense control. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That was a definite. And moments where people feel uncomfortable about talking about their thing. Yeah, that was that was a definite sign of that sort of outsiders insiders yeah. thing, rather than it being open to everybody to come and have a go. It was a definite us and them yeah. feeling that kind of went oh and put us like wall up in the conversation, didn't it? Yeah. Did anyone mention to you about criticism of kittens? No. <gasps> so Tell Sandra me. very casually leaned back in her chair and went, and you know, of course, you hear, you know silly negative stuff from people about the kittens which just isn't true and you know when I think back now to what I'd heard before I came here it's laughable she went it's really laughable and did somebody else say that at some point I don't think Richard did but she a couple of times alluded to the negative stuff and was quite sort of agitated about it but Emily and I Emily and Rob both presented (laughs) as really not knowing very much yeah. I think we both sort of went, well, we've sort of heard of it. We don't really know what it is. Yeah. Um, I went, oh, I've seen the book with the volcano on it before, but I don't really. And I sort of, yeah, we both played it as if we really didn't know. We'd heard of it, but we very didn't know much, much about it. And... So but that's then, interesting. Guess, they would why, even... would they, why would they think that two people present a cults podcast who walked in? No, but like that we didn't know that much. What hmm. I, My regret, Emily, is that I didn't go, oh, what kind of thing? Ah, uh, yeah. Because I very nearly went, oh, well, all, all I've heard is like the Tom Cruise being weird stuff. Yeah. And I stopped myself because I wondered if that was too Tell much. Tell me about Leah Romini. <laughs> Have you seen Going Clear? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish I my investigative journalism had been better, that I'd somehow found a way to try and get her to talk to talk about that. Yeah. But I didn't. Sorry, Jessica. Sorry, Emily. That's okay, Rob. 
can we leave those names now? Until the next... Until the next kitten's mission. What, or the next other organisation? Yeah. Oh, are they are they are investigative names. Yeah. They have email addresses, so... <laughs> oh. That makes them real people, right? Pretty much. 2018? Yeah. To conclude on our trip to the kittens, um, so for me, I obviously I'm not going to go to any services. Oh, that was yours. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Don't want to get our personalities mixed up. <laughs> you don't want this graph. Um, oh, we need to take pictures of them. Yeah. Anyway. So in the final moments, we, I'd come out and quite quickly I was kind of keen then because we'd been in there for how long? Two hours, just over two hours. Much longer than we'd intended. Yeah, we kind of assigned about an hour for it, maybe. Um, and I sort of stayed up and was like, "Okay, well, let's let's get get going now." Yeah. Then we said thank you, and we're genuinely very grateful to the people that we spoke to. Yes, um, for being so open and friendly, that was really nice. Um, at this point, they'd slowly, I think, realised that we weren't going to buy anything. Mm-hmm. So first of all, Richard had Richard gone by the time. Uh, no, you I think Richard had gone. Out. Yeah, did yeah. he go go? Yeah, he had to go because he had to. Yeah, he had to go home and had to be mm. with something. So I got to say goodbye to Aww. him. And again, there was a bit of a weird exchange between him and Sandra of like, "So you're yes, I'm here to take over now that you're going, Richard. Oh. Thank you. Oh, okay." And then he was trying to join in on the conversation, and she clearly Aww. wasn't down with it because he was trying to talk about his dyslexia and stuff, oh. and she shut that down. Yeah, well, to keep talking. Sorry to jump back a bit, but yeah. at one point I said, "Oh, so have you have you read all these books then?" And he went, "No." And uh, you know, I was referring to about maybe 15 books. Yeah. Said, no, I've been here 30 years. I'm not advanced enough to read some of those yet. Well, you can't read one book in two years. Really? Well, not if you have to look up every word in the dictionary. No, and write a sentence with it. That reminds times. me, that was the other thing I was going to say about Sandra. She went, you know, because there are all these OT levels. Oh, did she? And you go up through that, and it's about, like, your spiritual progression. And I was going, oh, so what does that sort of mean? What does it, well, it's yeah. just about you, she went, and your progression. And I went, okay. I should have asked her what level she was at, but I didn't. Um, and she went, and you know, you can only um, get so far in this country because uh, you can't do the top stuff here. You have to go to, and she didn't say America, which must be what she meant. She went, you have to go to another country to get to the top, which again wow. just had a bit of a slightly creepy vibe to yeah. it. it like, you have to go far away <laughs> to get to the top. Wow. So okay. That was kind of interesting. I also wish we'd asked for the, the proper tour because we sort of got a half tour. Yeah. And I, think we I don't think we more. were supposed to, though. I think that made Ben tense when he saw Richard had taken Yeah, yeah, he back. didn't. Oh, yeah, because we got taken to go and see an e-meter. Yeah. They didn't like that Richard had... No, Richard was there. Although they supposedly offer tours of the building. Ah. Because there was a sign saying you can come to religious services on tours. Okay, I'm sure the tour is thrilling. Well, we saw... Thank you, Richard. Quite yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, I came out and very sort of went, oh, okay, well, we'll think, lots to think about. Thank you. Well, we'll yeah. thank you for being so kind. We'll come back. Call me back. Um, and then, yeah, quite quickly then we left. But they gave us, once they realised we weren't going to take stuff, um, did lovely Richard give us the... Yes, lovely Richard, before he went, gave us some intro. Because a few rest. times I said, is there like an intro booklet or something we can take and both ben and sandra weren't engaging with that no i guess because they wanted us to buy the volcano book yes um 
but Richard was like, yeah, have this, have this. He was so sweet. Yeah. Um, and he gave us each a copy of this Introduction to the Kittens on DVD, which is like a good couple of hours of stuff. And then at the end, when they knew we weren't going to buy the Volcano book, we also got given Sandra then, I think. Gave us a, that's really interesting that she said she was high up because she didn't say that at all to me. It was so casual. It was like, oh, I'm just here as well because ah. I really like it. And yeah, she said, oh, well, I'm quite high up now. That was mm. the sentence that I got. Um, yeah, so we, we got a little us a, bundle a, of stuff. A little DVD with a, an introduction to the Volcano book as well. Three pamphlets promoting the TV channel because yeah. I'd already taken one that they'd seen me take. They gave us two more. Yes. Um, I also picked up a price guide for the different uh, literature and things so if anyone's got a casual how much is it there what would you like to would you like to do uh, every as much as possible so lots of these are for sort of uh, dvd packages okay no i'd like to read them all please okay so you want do you want just like the basic books and lectures yes please emily okay you want all of them this is 19 hardback books and 14 lecture dvds wow okay hang on let me think about that in in terms of, so if you say you pay maybe ten or twelve pounds for a hardback book, and maybe nine pounds for a DVD, in a, you know for regular things, so what's that? Fourteen about three hundred pounds is it? Um, so uh, you get a discount. So oh. the full price would be four thousand one hundred eighty pounds. <gasps> what's worth saying as well, dear listener, is that lots of the material only has American prices on it. Or doesn't have a price on it at all. Yes. So all the books don't have a price on them. No. You have to ask. Um, or if they do have a price on them, the DVDs, they tend to be just dollars. Mm. Um, or, but you can get a discount by filling out this form um, for £3,400. <gasps> you could just get the books for £410. Oh, without the DVDs? Yeah. It's the DVDs that are three grand's worth, apparently. Wow. Um, and just, yeah, there are things about courses and lectures that are all then in the hundreds and thousands of pounds, depending on what on what you get. But most excitingly, in the back of the uh, Price Guide book, sorry, John, okay. slash Rob, there is the option to buy your own Mark Ultra 8 e-meter. So, if listeners, if anyone has a, a spare £4,700... Crowdfund? Yeah, do we really want one? <laughs> Bless him, uh, lovely Richard. At some point, when yeah. well, originally it was like a battery with two soup cans attached to him. <laughs> so maybe we don't need to spend four thousand pounds. No, but uh, Sandra did tell me about the uh, the e meter a bit. Oh, did well. she? Yeah. Oh, they were kind of yeah. I was surprised because it used to be when I lived somewhere else, there was a <laughs> stall where you could do the e meter in the street. Ah, like all the it's time. Much more secretive. It feels like they've stopped doing that now. Yeah. It feels like it's much more... We did see them, but yeah. again, I think if Richard hadn't spoken to us about it, they would have been very cagey about it. And when Richard was trying to explain it to me again, when I was yeah. talking to Sandra, she was like, well, it does this, but it's this. And Richard was going, oh, but it's more complicated. It can be that. And she went, yes, basically, it's just this. Yeah. It's really interesting. Again, that sort of control of what... And Richard said at some point, oh, well, there's stuff you only you only know when you start, and then lots of stuff. You only need to know later on, yeah. which of course we know is true about the kittens. But for like a religious group, I can't again. I can't think of another religious group. No, where that would be the case, and where yeah, yeah, and where it's so dollar signs. Yes, 
that's the giveaway, I think. But in in summation, now after yep. we we tried to continue, <laughs> sorry, I just wanted to be thorough. No, but I think in in summation, I I didn't have a bad afternoon in there with them. They were very generous people. They were very kind. They were very, uh, yeah, what I said, generous. They were willing to talk to us about it. They were. They asked some questions, but mainly spoke about themselves. And although clearly there was a script and a sales thing at work, yeah. it's not. It wasn't for us, like you see in other places where it's that particular American hard sell yeah. sort of aggressive smiley version. It was much more low key. Yeah, but so well. Is this where we're going to end this one, John? Right. Well, yeah. Anything? Anything else? I mean, it's sort of as I expected in that. Yeah. It was okay. There were just little, little, and it was really hard signs that kind of put you on edge a little bit. With something like that, where you hear a lot of negative stuff. Oh yes. Some of which may or may not be true, or may or may not be exaggerated, and then some sort of known factual mm-hmm. stuff. I found it slightly hard to separate that knowledge from my experience. Yeah. But there were definitely just little red flags. Yes. That felt weird. And as I say, I'd compare it to when I've done spiritual tourism elsewhere. And it just yeah. doesn't feel like there's a a slight vein of tension. Yes, I agree. I agree with you there. And I and that might just be because of the feeling of being besieged because people are critical. Yeah. of you and lots of people come with a particular negative view but just in the way they related to each other yeah there was there was just some weird vibe in the room there wasn't the kind of hi richard how are you that wasn't that kind of yeah. like you couldn't imagine them patting each other on the shoulder no you know just I mean? yeah. cheering and whooping endlessly in their staff meeting yeah but well that's it from me here yeah and yeah no other thoughts um we managed not to spend any money yeah, no money spent, just two hours of our time. We might, um, possibly, we might have a look at some of this and, and do give you another little um, I might update. splice in our clip here of us leaving uh, the particular organisation. Yeah. Possibly, if the sounds turn out right, here it is. So we're not talking about it, but I'm, I'm recording us. Oh, okay. Um, how We've interesting. Made it out. We're walking away. We have our personalities, which I disagree with quite strongly. Uh, me too. Um, clutched in my hand. Yes. Um, good. Oh. We'll, um, we'll find some coffee and, uh, and do a proper debrief for you in a minute. Gin. Can we have gin? Yeah, let's have gin. Yay. Hi, listeners. John here with a little bonus extra feature to this extra bonus episode. When we went to take our personality tests, you'll remember that we asked Ben where the analysis came from, and he slightly evasively said that he thought it was uh, created by people at a university somewhere. I've done a little bit of digging and research since then, I googled it, um, to find out that that's really the case. Certainly it has nothing to do with Oxford University or Oxford in England at all. It sounds like they just added that word in for it to sound authentic. So right from the early days of Captain Mittens, uh, really was a fan of personality uh, tests. He talks about it in one of his books, uh, Science of Survival. Um, and early on, uh, the church used to use the California Test for Mental Maturity, which is a test that sounds like I would fail. 
but they wanted to have their own one to use for Dianetics. So in the 1950s, he commissioned someone called Julia Salmon Lewis to create the American personality analysis. But he, after Mittens, found that that didn't really work. It didn't really give them the results they wanted. It didn't really tie to what they were offering. So in 1959, he asked Ray Kemp to create this test for him so that it was a bit more general and a bit more open. Uh, here's uh, a quote from Ray. Ron asked me whether it would be possible to write a test that was more general in nature and would enable him to see in the test what he was looking for. He also wanted it to be the same general format as the APA and, if possible, to have both tests interchangeable in the matter of what he wanted to see as information. Quite a task. As a result of quite a few months' work, I eventually devised the Oxford Capacity Analysis. Note that it did not test personality, but rather the capacity of any person with respect to various traits and syndromes. So already that's quite a big change in that Kemp seems to think it's not a personality test. Um, it doesn't tell you what your personality is. Um, here's uh, from an article, uh, a quote from an article written by Ray. Another aspect not fully understood is that the resultant graph is not a graph of that person's personality. It is a picture of what the testee considers is the way others view him and to which he agrees. So after creating this test, um, he works on it a little bit more, this Ray Kemp, um, and had filed a copyright claim uh, at the Copyright Office. Uh, he says in the 70s, he went on a tour to see people using the test and found that they had been wrongly translated. Questions had been changed uh, or uh, switched around, um, which Ray complained about. Then when he complained to Captain Mittens, uh, was asked to revise it, which became a book that went around. And he then left the Church of Kittens and is sceptical about the way they now use the test without his guidance. In this article, he says, a few months ago, I received a phone call from a London newspaper asking me about the OCA, which the newspaper said was being used all over London to persuade people to buy courses. I told the reporter I had no idea what they were doing these days, and I explained the history and purpose and use of the test as laid down by Captain Mittens himself, and I do not mean the later bulletins put out under his name by others. The reporter asked me why I was not suing the church for plagiarism or copyright infringement, and my reply was and is that the current test put out by the church under any name is so far removed from the original that only the name is left. So not created by university, uh, created by Ray Kemp, who's already in the kittens, who has since left, who does not find it useful or does not think it works anymore in the way that he intended it um, and has distanced himself from it. The whole thing now is copyright Captain Mittens, the Captain Mittens Library business alias of the Kittens Technology Centre. There's also some criticism in the quote now uh, from a psychologist testifying at the public inquiry into Kittens in Victoria, Australia in the mid-1960s. The overall impression one gets is that it has been prepared by somebody with a smattering of psychometrics rather than someone who is really competent in the field, uh, end quote. A more detailed investigation was taken in 1970 by the British Psychology Society at the request of Sir John Foster. The group concluded, quote, 
Taking the procedure as a whole, one is forced to the conclusion that the Oxford capacity analysis is not a genuine personality test. Certainly the results as presented bear no relation to any known methods of assessing personality or of scaling test scores. End quote. Later on, another evaluation in 1981 by Goodman Smith, Professor Eremitus of the Institute of Psychology at the University of Lund, Sweden, who described a number of flaws, describing it as a mess, and concluded, in translation from the original Swedish quote, the Oxford capacity analysis consists of a high degree of unclearly formulated, ambiguous or misleading questions. It's used as a foundation in a non-specific way for an individual evaluation in 11 dimensions, partly incoherent or openly judgmental, as a whole diffuse. In view of the weaknesses also characterising serious instruments of this type, the instrument must be regarded as completely unreliable. The Australian Psychological Society have denounced the OCA as dangerous, commenting, quote, We've had a look at their tests, and if you don't know better, they look credible. These tests are saying people are acceptable or unacceptable, but really there's nothing in them to allow you to draw that kind of conclusion. It's the interpretations that are bogus. They're drawing arbitrary conclusions that aren't warranted. Testifying in a court case in Ireland in 2003, Dr. Declan Fitzgerald of the University College Dublin said he believed the OCA, quote, impinged on people's self-esteem and was highly manipulative. In the 1970s report, the British Psychological Society's group were harsher. They said, quote, no reputable psychologist would accept the procedure of pulling people off the street giving them a personality test and reporting back in terms that show the people to be inadequate, unacceptable, or in need of urgent attention. In a clinical setting, a therapist would only discuss a patient's inadequacies with him with the greatest of circumspection and support, and even then only after sufficient contact for the therapist-patient relationship to have been built up. To report back a man's inadequacies to him in automatic, impersonal fashion is unthinkable in responsible professional practice. To do so is potentially harmful. It is especially likely to be harmful to the nervous, introspective people who would be attracted by the test in the first place. The prime aim of the procedure seems to be to convince these people of their need for the corrective courses run by the kittens organisation. And again, it says here uh, that the Times newspaper said that it had nothing to do with Oxford University. So a far cry from the way it's put out. I'll put some of the links to this, including Ray's article about his building and making of the test that you can have a look at and uh, you can take it for free online we really don't suggest you do but it sounds like essentially it's a pretty bogus deal which is kind of a relief thank you there we were now this is an extra um we're hoping that we'll do a few more of these um that might appear on our regular podcast channel yes we're also going to do a few more of these because we have just set up a Patreon page, haven't we, Emily? Yes, we have, Rob. Oh, can we please leave those now? <laughs> <laughs> I yes. just, I'm so nervous about getting your name wrong now. So um, we do this for free. We do this for love. We are so excited that some of you are out there actually listening. The delight we get when we see the updates that people are listening in lots of different places yes. is uh, incredible. So thank you so much. It's, yeah. For the numbers of you that are listening, it's really great and worthwhile. Thank you. Yes, and we've started to get our first little bits of listener feedback as well, which means so much to us. Please do more of that. Please tell other people about us if you like what we do. Leave us some reviews and comments on iTunes if you're an iTunes person. Or whatever your podcast platform of preference is. 
email us coffeeandcults at gmail.com if you want to say hello or on Facebook a few people have already and thank you for doing that yeah any form of social media we're on at coffee and cults if you can't find us on your preferred social media platform just try a different one <laughs> we're not in this to make any kind of money no um, we're not going to do ridiculous sort of monetizing and, and try and sell you things but we if you like what we do and you'd like us to do a bit more of it there are two ways that you can support more content including little extras like our adventure to see the kittens today yes you can buy us a cup of coffee using oh, the yeah. coffee system so that's k-o-f-i dot com forward slash coffee and cults the address will be in the description and in all of our details you can just give us a one-off donation of the price of a coffee um, and we just appreciate that and we'll give you a shout out somewhere around yes if you'd like to support us more regularly we do now have a patreon that's also patreon.com forward slash coffee and cults correct we've got a few little tiers of treats and things for you and uh, hopefully we'll bring be able to bring more and more out as we go along and we really want to use that for, for lots of extra stuff so we'll do a few more little extra bonus episodes like this we'll do a few full episodes that won't be available anywhere else yeah i think we're going to do a few like book review articles and things some, some extra photos and stuff yeah. so uh, it will be worth doing you don't have to do that obviously we're just really grateful first of all that you're listening and if you let us know that you like us yes. but if you'd like to support us and you'd like us to do more stuff like this that is the way you can do it drop us a little bit of uh, financial love and we'd appreciate it so um that's all from me rob and me emily uh hopefully rob and emily will be back another time bye rob and emily bye rob bye. and emily they're just going now oh, I was trying to do like a door <laughs> slam sound that didn't work um and okay John That's and Sam it. will see you another time too. Thank you very much for listening. If you've had your own experience with the kittens, if you can tell from our very difficult, clever, cunning code who they are, uh, uh, uh. Um, we'd love to hear about it. Do leave us a message or uh, let us know how you've uh, got on if you've had an encounter as well. Um, please get in touch. Otherwise, thank you very much. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.